there, my name is Terry Bear, and welcome to I Have Things to Say. It's the podcast where I say things that might make you laugh, cry, think, maybe feel encouraged, but hopefully these things make you want to hear more things I have to say. It's awkward meets charm meets wit with a side of insight. So I'm glad you're here because I have things to say. All right, welcome today. Welcome to our very next episode. I say ours because it's mine and yours. <laughs> but uh, I'm so glad you're here today. Um, we're going to talk a little bit heavy today. So I just want to warn you for that. But I hope you all still tune in. And I you know, I know my my uh, podcast is going to mix things up. This, this show is going to mix things up again. Some days will be a little bit lighter than others. Some days will be really funny. Some days are going to hit hard. Um, that's just life. So today I wanted to talk about your worst day. Um, and your worst day doesn't necessarily mean one day. It can be an event. It can be um, it can be a season, like a season of depression or a season of grief. Um, but today I want to encourage and I want to encourage a couple groups of people. One, I want to encourage you if you're you feel like you're in the middle of your worst day and there doesn't seem to be an end to it. I want to encourage you. And then I also want to encourage you if you are maybe you haven't experienced a worst day yet. I want to freak you out, but there it could be coming. Um and, you know, there's really no, honestly, in my opinion, there's no way to prepare for your worst day. That's kind of what makes it the worst day. Um, but I just want to encourage you, if you are, if you know someone or, you know, you have a loved one or somebody who is experiencing what they might consider their worst day, how you can encourage them and help them through that time. So a couple things. We're going to start first with um, kind of what what it's like to experience your worst day. Um and this wasn't originally what I was going to talk about this week, but I went to a funeral today and I'm just, I'm not going to exploit that. I don't want to, I don't want to talk a lot about that because I feel like, and you know, to honor, honor the family and my friend and, and their grief, I'm not going to use that as part of my show, but I've actually been to a lot of funerals and, um, it's, it's something important to me. Um, it's not a feather in my cap. Or I'm not trying to brag and say I've been to tons of funerals by any stretch, but I feel like it's important to show up for people. And, um, you know, when I, when my sister died, it's been 19 years now. Um, I was young. I was 23. I'd never, I mean, a, a funeral was kind of a new thing for me. We had, we had buried my grandfather about six months earlier. And so that was probably my, my biggest uh, experience at a funeral, but, um, this one hit home, obviously close to home and was pretty devastating. So the thing that one thing that I remember most about it, though, was just the volume of people who showed up. And it wasn't that masses were there. That wasn't important. But there were probably a couple hundred people there, if not a few more. Um, it was it was the people themselves. It was people from all walks of my life, um, high school, college, college friends. And I was a recent graduate. So to see a few of my college buddies showed up, show up was huge. Um, that's not an easy thing to do when you're a young person is to, to take the initiative and go to a funeral. Um, uh, coworkers, new coworkers, um, you know, people I didn't know, people my parents knew, people, people who knew me, but maybe I didn't know because they knew me through my parents, um, people that my sister had impacted in her short life that, you know, I didn't know or wouldn't have thought would have been there. They showed up. So um, it was important to me. It was such, it made such an impact on me that people took the time out of their day to be with us in our worst day that I've kind of made it part of my ministry to make sure that if, if, um, you know, my loved ones or people I know and care about are, are experiencing 
um, a death or a loss and I can physically get there, I make it a priority to be there. And that's not for me. It's for them. It's, it's because it's so important to show up for people. I'm going to talk about that in the second part of this. But for the first part of it, your worst day can be any number of things. It doesn't have to be a loss, but... So I want to talk first to those of you who may feel like you're in the middle of your worst day. And that can be anything that's a big deal to you. Um, it can be the loss of someone that you care about. So today, you know, I went to a funeral and saw some people who are in the middle of their worst day. Um, and again, your worst day doesn't have to just be a day. Your worst day can be a season. It can be days, weeks, months, whatever you consider your worst, your worst moment, that's your worst day. Um, and you can have more than one. Your worst day doesn't have to be it's not a competition, right? So, you know, your last worst thing is not in comparison with your next worst thing. Um, but it can be anything. It can be the loss of a job. It can be, you know, losing your car in an accident. You know, I have to get a new car. That's a big deal. It can be losing a pet. Let me tell you, I was actually going to talk about pets today, but we'll talk about that another day. But losing a pet, um, having to deal with pet illnesses or injuries, that kind of thing, that's a big deal. Your pet is important. Your pet is part of your life. That's a big deal. So whatever you feel like your worst day is, um, I want you to just sit there for a second because um, I feel like even though I, I don't wish and never wish and would never wish a worst day on anyone, when your worst day happens, you need to experience it. Um, I, I think too many, we we are seeing too many things lately, especially on, you know, things like social media, like post a positive thought, post a positive caption or photo or something. And, you know, just get on with your life if something bad happens, right? I don't think that's real. I think when you're experiencing your worst day, your worst time, your worst season, you need to really feel it. Um, it's there for a reason. Now, I, I don't at all believe that everything happens for a reason. I think some things happen and there's just no reason why it doesn't make any sense i've experienced some of those i'm sure a lot of you have experienced that too it just doesn't make any sense so what is the reason behind it i don't know but i feel like if you're experiencing something you're supposed to experience it you're supposed to learn something from that now i would never say that to somebody who's in the middle of grief uh who's just experienced a loss in fact people have said that to me <laughs> you know you're gonna learn something you're gonna learn so much from this that doesn't make anybody feel better in the moment okay that actually makes people feel worse so don't say that but I do believe that our worst moments are there to um to for they have a I want to say they have a reason they have a function not a, a reason as though you know, it's, and I'm losing my words a little bit here. It's not a reason as though it's a pithy thing to say like, well, everything happens for a reason. I, I do believe there's a function to it. Now, some of these things are horrible, absolutely traumatic and horrible that we experience as our worst days, but we're not meant to stay there. And that's kind of my rambly point here is that we're not meant to stay in our worst days, but some of us can really get stuck there. And I'm saying us because I've really been stuck there um, at times in my life. Uh, after losing my sister, I was stuck for years. Um, but, you know, I've lost jobs and I get stuck there. I, you know, I feel like I can never find another job. Nobody wants me. What, what do I even do? You know, am I going to just get stuck with another job that I don't even really like? Like what, and, and maybe you felt some stuff like that too, or you've lost a house, you've lost possessions, you've lost belongings, you've lost things that mean something to you. Those are your worst days. And I just want to encourage you that I don't have... Uh, you know, like a how to, 
you know, dig yourself out of the worst hole of your life. I don't have a, you know, Terry's 10 steps to um, turning your worst day into your best day. I wish, <laughs> I wish I did because, I, you know, I, I feel like I could sell that <laughs> and make a lot of money. But what I can do is just share experiences with you and just sit in that space with you and let you know that it's okay to experience those worst days. I think, I think we fear our worst days um, tremendously. And when one thing happens to you, then you become afraid that more bad things are going to happen to you. Right? Like, um, you know, you can feel like, okay, I just lost this job. I just got fired. I've been fired. It's horrible. It's a horrible experience. And you may feel like, well, nobody's ever going to hire me now, or I'm going to suck at all the jobs. Or you may lose somebody who's very close to you and you may be afraid to lose other people. I've been there. I'm still there. Uh, I handle it better now than I used to. But uh, you know, one thing I have to really encourage you is that when you're in your in the middle of your worst days, don't play into the fear that more worst days are coming. It, just deal <laughs> deal with your current worst days. And I can't promise you that more worst things are not going to happen to you. That's that's life. That kind of stuff happens. And I'm not saying that to be flip at all because. You know what, I, you know, I could sit here and say, well, I'm about due for another worst thing to happen to me because it's been a while. That's a horrible attitude to have. But, you know, I can understand feeling that way because I've been there. So I just want to encourage you that as someone who's been who is right now on the other side of the most recent worst things and, you know, deeper, bigger, worse things, um, whatever you're experiencing as your worst thing right now in this moment, or if you haven't yet and, and or you're you feel like you're due for the next worst thing. Um, I hate to say that, but it's, it's going to be real to you. And I don't want anybody, don't let anybody minimize what you're dealing with as not bad enough. I think we do such a disservice to each other and to others by, you know, making, minimizing what people are feeling. And, you know, if today your worst thing is that you have a flat tire and it's the worst thing you've ever experienced, that is real to you. And I'm not saying that to make fun of you at all. First time I got a flat tire, I think I was on the side of a road and it was horrible. I was young, you know, I was still in high school, had my car, got a flat tire. It was bad. That was really bad for me. I've experienced so many more worse things than that. But you know, if you've experienced a flat tire today and it's your first one, it's a scary experience. It's a tough experience. That's going to mess up your day. Um, but you can't be afraid from that on that you're always going to get a flat tire every time you drive your car, right? So we can't live in fear. And I don't really have, I don't know that I have the wisdom in this podcast to share, you know, how to not have fear of things, except that um, when you go through enough things, you kind of figure you kind of figure out that the energy you put into being afraid of the next bad thing is better put into um, continuing to deal and grow from the first bad things you've experienced. And that's not that's, that's not the most um, uh, wordsmithy way to put that, but I would rather put energy into healing and taking what I've experienced and finding ways that I can help others. It versus being afraid of experiencing more worse things. And that's not easy for me to say. I don't I don't take that lightly at all. I've come a long way to be able to feel that way because it's so much easier just to be afraid. It's so much easier just to stay stuck in your worst day uh, at the bottom of that barrel and just, you know, not even trying to climb out. But I just want to encourage you that it's not going to last forever. Um, you'll be impacted by it for the long haul. 
you know, if it's a serious, serious thing, if you've got a health thing, if you've got a, you know, you have lost somebody, you're going to be impacted by that forever. And you really should be. I mean, that's you, when people mean things to you, the loss of people should impact you for the long haul because they meant something to you. They had an impact in your life. But what you can't let it do is leave you stuck in that worst day. Um, you actually have a responsibility not only to yourself, but to others to take from that. And, and that's hard to hear, I know, but to take from that and figure out what you're gonna do to be, what you're gonna do with that to improve your situation. And that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> and if you're in the middle of something deep and dark and horrible and, and just really terrible, your last thought is, okay, how can I take this and help others with it? Your first and probably only thought is, how am I going to get through the next five minutes? How am I going to get through the rest of this day? And that's where you should be in the middle of that. But having been through enough things and having seen others go through enough things, um, I, I truly feel like we're supposed to take the things that we deal with. And even when it's ugly, even when we don't handle things well, I don't, I cannot say that I've handled things well. We're not supposed to actually, that's, that's a whole other conversation, but no one says that you need to deal with your grief. Well, um, it's not the Bible. That's not, it's not anywhere. Um, but I do believe we're supposed to take that and figure out, okay, there may not be a reason this happened because I don't believe everything happens for a reason, but can I take this and do something good with it? And whether it's, uh, it could be a million things, but you know, I just feel like we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to let things be for naught. And, um, it's, it's hard to do that, but that brings me to the second part of, of what I want to talk about today is to talk to people who, um, you can use what you've been through to show up for other people. So let's talk about showing up because I feel like showing up for other people is one of the most important things we're called to do uh, as humans. Um, it makes us unique as humans. Uh, you know, other creatures can't do that. They can maybe sense when another creature is sad or sense when a human is sad, but there's they're limited in what they can actually truly offer to other people to, to uh, comfort, to soothe. Um, I think, I think that you know, we are called to take what we learn and take what we experience and find ways to help others get through what they're going through. Um, I truly do. It's so important to show up for people, um, whether you know them well or not. In fact, you know, some of the people who I'm closest to in my life showed up for me when they didn't really know me, but they just, they showed up and then they haven't left. And that's a good, that's a good thing. Um, my best friend is someone who showed up for me when I truly did not know her at all. And we are, she's, I can't get rid of her. <laughs> she can't get rid of me. And that's a wonderful thing. Um, and you never know what you're getting into, but I think we can't be afraid to be there for people. And I think that's a large part of a large part of, um, kind of our, our, where we fall short as societies, we're afraid to get involved with people. We're afraid of other people's pain. Like it's a reflection on us. If we see other people hurting or other people are hurting. And here's the thing. Um, you can't ever assume that other people are reaching out like, Oh, she's got lots of friends. So I'm sure she's fine. I'm sure somebody's taking care of her. 
it doesn't hurt for you to also reach out to, and maybe you're the person that person needs. Um, you know, you can't, you can't assume that my stuff's so much worse than that person's stuff or, well, she hasn't dealt with a death. So her job loss, you know, she really just needs to shake that off. It's not that bad. Um, never, your worst thing is no less worse to you than someone else's worst thing is to them. And I think we can't qualify that for people. We have to let people feel what they're feeling. Uh, we can't minimize things for people. We can't put things into other people's perspectives for them. Um, your, your worst thing, their worst thing is their, is the worst thing. So, you know, I think we have to show up no matter what. Uh, and you also, you know, you have to be really careful not to put your own stuff first. Um, and that's a fine line. You know, you always need to be taking care of yourself first for a lot of situations. If you're not good for you, then you're not good for anyone else. And I'm a firm believer of that. But what you can't do and shouldn't do is use your own stuff as an excuse to not be there for other people. And I've seen that. I've experienced that. I've experienced people, um, you know, rationalizing for me that, you know, they weren't there or didn't reach out for a long time because they felt like they needed to be okay for the, okay first. When really all I needed was for them to reach out. Raise your hand. Let me know you're there. Um, when you take, it becomes selfish to um, feel like, well, I'm no good for that person because I'm, I, I've got this other thing I'm dealing with and I need to deal with that first. So I think someone else is probably better for them than I am. That's actually really selfish and we just have to be careful. And I, I can say that because I'm guilty of having done that before, you know, saying, well, you know what, I'm still grieving my loss. So I don't, I, you know, I'm no good for that person grieving their loss. Um, I think honestly, when I first when I began to turn it around and say, okay, how can I show up for people? It helped me work through my stuff better. Um, and I know that sounds, I don't, maybe that sounds flip or too easy. It's not easy. I promise you that it's not, but, um, I, I'm, I'm in a unique position. <laughs> I had, I experienced the loss of my younger sister at a young age and not a lot of people, I've experienced that, but now that I have done that, I know what people are going to go through to an extent. Um, everybody's going to deal with loss and everybody's going to deal with, I mean, I've been fired from a job, so I can relate to someone who's been, who's been fired from a job in a way that someone who hasn't been fired from a job can't relate to that person. So I feel like, um, you know, you can, you can take your experiences and use that to be there for people who are in the middle of these situations and they don't know what to do. Um, help them find out what to do. Help, even if you can't, you can't fix it for them. I don't think anybody ever expects anyone to fix their worst day, right? So if I am in the middle of a, of a depression um, time and I'm just low and I can't get out of bed and and I'm saying these things because these these things actually happen to me. This is something I do experience from time to time. And it's like, you know, well, I bother getting out of bed today. It doesn't even matter. Um, nobody expects you to fix that. For, I don't expect anybody to fix that for me. What I hope is that someone notices that I haven't gotten out of bed in a couple of days, which is, you know, hard when you're a single person. It's really easy to hide stuff when you leave, when you live alone. But, you know, the hope is that, you know, my people in my life notice, oh, my gosh, I haven't seen or heard from Terry in a couple of days. I need to reach out to her and check on her. I hope she's OK. Um, that's the kind of stuff that I think we're supposed to do, especially if you are familiar with depression. And if you have been in that place, you know what you need uh, to help you through that time. And it, you're the perfect person to offer that to somebody else. Um, being there takes effort. 
Being there for someone is not easy. Being there for someone is inconvenient, but being there matters. And, um, you know, if, if it were convenient, if it were super easy to just be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm totally there for you and save the day. You know, nobody would ever experience anything bad, right? Maybe. Um, <laughs> but it's it's inconvenient because it stretches you as a human with a heart to put your own stuff aside for a little bit and go, oh my gosh, this person needs something. And maybe I can be that person to help. And not in a sense that you save the day. That's not it at all. But it's um, just a sense of, you know what, I'm, I'm going to show up. I want them to know that they're not alone. And if I'm the only person showing up, that's fine. I'm going to show up. If I'm one of a hundred, I'm still going to show up Um, because it really does matter. And we just can't be afraid of other people's pain. And I really think that that keeps us apart. It's super easy to post, you know, love yous and and sad faces and, um, you know, quotes and scriptures and things on Facebook to, 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 to kind of E digital (laughs) encourage someone. And that all that's fine and good. There's nothing wrong with all of that, but we can't leave being there for people to the interwebs, if that makes sense. Um, that's why I show up. That's why I will drive an hour to a funeral for somebody I care about. And that's why I will reach out to somebody. That's why I will ask if you're okay. Um, those are all things that I've either experienced or not experienced in my time going through things. And it's just really important to communicate to people that someone is listening. Someone is there. So whether you have been through something or not, whether you've had your worst day or not, um, don't be afraid of people who are going through their worst day. Um, it is just so important to be there for people. And I mean that again, you know, Facebook Facebook, I truly feel like, and I've had a whole Facebook episode (laughs) rumbling around in my head, but I feel like Facebook is the great isolator. I mean, I've got several hundred friends on Facebook. I'm not entirely sure that I know who all those people are, Um, but you know, it's great to see them and Papa and see their lives on Facebook and everybody's Instagram and, you know, Facebook, perfect worlds and that kind of thing. It's also a great place to, you know, tell everybody about all the horrible things that happened to you and, and, but it's hard to decipher through that. Okay. Which of these things is actually the thing, the worst thing? Like, what are you, you, you're going through some things, but how, how are you, are you Facebook going through things <laughs> or, you know, you can get caught up in trying to figure out, you know, okay, did I post, did I comment on everybody who needed a comment today instead of, did I get off of Facebook because I saw that my friend posted something that seems to be really hard for her. And did I call her or did I, did I send her a text and insist that I hear back from her. You know, did I did I show up at their house today? Did I bring them a meal? Did I do something for them that wasn't just a click of a button on Facebook? So, uh, you know, it's another kind of rambly episode today, but I was just touched today and reminded about how hard it is for people to be on the first day of a series of worst days. And, you know, I saw that today and I've seen it. I feel like I've seen it quite a bit lately with people going through really hard things. And, um, you know, I just want to encourage you if you're going through the hardest thing in your life, the worst day so far, um, it's not going to last forever. It's not always going to be the worst day. Um, There are, and I can attest to this myself, there are better and really good days after your worst day. Um, You have to hang in there. You have to believe. It's hard to believe that it's, that there's not 
there's nothing more after you're experiencing your worst day. Um, but you have to believe that there's something better out there, that more more days will come that are much better than what you're experiencing right now. Um, there's no there's no time frame. There's no timeline. There's no deadline. But it's, you know, trust me when I say that there are better days out there. And if you, you know, if you haven't experienced that or you have experienced something and you see, you see where you can make a difference, um, whether you call it your ministry or not, I, I call it my ministry to show up for people. Um, maybe some people think that's weird. You know what? I honestly don't care. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's just important. Uh, it truly is important. Just a few final thoughts. You know, I think it's important as people deal with things and, you know, as I deal with things, I never deal with things the same way twice. And not that I've experienced the exact thing, same thing twice, but I think um, a lot of grace is required when uh, you're dealing with something, when you're going through something, you have to have grace for yourself to not be yourself for a long time and not rush it. Um you're going to feel things, you're going to experience things, you're going to say things, you're going to do things, you're going to feel things that you don't, that aren't you. And uh, you have to have grace for yourself that um, you're not going to, you're not going to be you for a while. And that's okay. Um, You can, if, if you are spending time with someone who is going through something, if you're reaching out and being a person for that person, um, you have to understand that you're, that person is not going to be themselves for a long time. And they may say things, they may do things, they may, they may lash out, they may hurt you in some ways. Um, and uh, it's not okay, but it is okay. Um, you kind of have to let it be okay. Um, those are cries for help. Those are, those are your friends. Those are people who are dealing with things, not knowing how to deal with things. And here's a, here's a newsflash for you. We aren't meant to know how to deal with all of our things. <laughs> nobody, nobody goes into you know a, a horrific situation or really a really horrible thing, um, knowing how to deal with it. And that's where grace comes in. So I just encourage you, if you are if you are in the moment where you're you know maybe in the depths of depression or dealing with grief, um, you know it's going to be it's unexpected what you're going to feel, and that's okay. Give yourself grace to. Um, have good days and bad days. It's okay to have good days uh, in the middle of grief. Um, I, my my good days are a lot more than the days that are not good. Even after all this time, I still have bad days, and that's okay. That's part of it, you know. And so don't don't feel like you can't have good days either. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to smile. It's okay to have fun it's really okay to do all those things. And then it's okay to have days that are really hard where you just lay on the floor and and cry. I still have those days and that's okay. Um, And understand when you're helping or being there for someone, if you've shown up for someone, they might need you. (laughs) You might get a call in the middle of the night from somebody who's very upset, who just needs your ear. And they don't expect you to say all the right things. They don't expect you to fix it. They just need you in a minute for a minute. They need an ear. They need they need a hug. They need to know that they're not alone. They need to not feel afraid for a second and know that there's somebody there who, even though you may not understand what they're going through or how to help them, that you're just trying, that you're available. Half the battle, half half the job of showing up to, for people is just being available. Um, 
we put a lot of pressure on ourselves if we feel like we have to reach out to somebody or we're going to reach out to somebody to be the answer, to have all the right words to say, to not make a mistake, to not to not do the wrong thing and to be sure that we're fully equipped to do all of the right things. We show up with the right books. We look up the right scriptures. We try to we try to prepare. And I'm telling you right now, don't prepare. <laughs> don't do the research. Don't don't try to find, you know, the perfect 10 scriptures to give a grieving person in their worst moments. Um, don't do that. Just be there. Listen. We don't listen. <laughs> and I think that um, we need to listen better, not more, uh, if that makes sense. Um, I think people mistake um, listening uh, often <laughs> to listening better. And what I mean by that is hear what your person is saying hear what they're not saying, hear what they're just sobbing into the phone or sobbing, you know, with you while you're sitting with them. Um, you don't have to say all the right things. And I think that's a pressure we put on ourselves. And we we lose a lot in our human connections by feeling like we have to provide all the answers. We have to be perfectly prepared to be a person who can support. And really the only support you need to give people sometimes is just to be available. Don't worry about having it all together. Nobody expects that. Um, I tell you, just the things that mean the most to me are someone who will just be there. Um, if I send a message or a text and just, uh, you know, you don't have to feel, you don't have to have all the answers. Just know that I need somebody for a second. And that means the world to me. So from one, one, one person who's experienced several worst days to those of you who may be experiencing your worst days, um, you're not alone. I don't have all the answers, but um in fact, I don't know that I have any answers really, but you're not alone. And there are people out there who just want to be there for you. So, uh, you know, let them be there for you. And, you know, if you feel like, you know, if you have somebody in your life that's going through a really hard time, you don't have to fix it for them. Just be there for them. I promise you that that goes, that goes so, so, so far, um, in their healing in, in your understanding of, uh, of how to be a better person or a better friend uh, or loved one. And, you know, helping people through their worst day is such a blessing. And I consider it a blessing to be there for others. So uh, take that for what you will. And uh, there's that. All right. I want to thank you for listening today. It's another tough topic today. Um, but important things, you know, like I said, I just feel like it's part of my ministry or part of what I'm supposed to be doing is I figure out all of these things that I have to say, um, you know, kind of speaking into situations that I think people aren't intimately familiar with um, or that aren't commonly talked about. So I'm going to talk about them. So um, just, you know, my heart goes out to you if you're dealing with things, I promise. You know, you can always leave me notes and messages here um, through the Anchor app. You can leave me messages. You can leave me comments. You can leave reviews through um, Apple Podcasts and different things. So I want to thank you for listening again today and bearing with me through another tough thing. And Remember on Apple Podcasts, you can rate me, you can review me. That really helps people find my show. Uh, Spotify, all those other, all the other apps. Just so glad you're here, no matter where you're listening from. 
Uh, and just please continue to listen, to share, to encourage others to pop in and give a listen. If there's one specific episode that you think will help someone, please send that to them. I would appreciate that so much. And remember, you can always support this podcast with a financial contribution, clicking that little link to, hey, support this podcast on no matter which platform you are, it will take you to the Anchor hosting website and allow you to do that. I've got website coming up. I've got all kinds of things happening working on my Facebook page, all that good stuff to where you be able to connect, connect with me even more, leave me notes, messages, topics, suggestions, questions, whatever you want to do. So thank you so much again for listening today to what I have to say. We'll see you next time.